Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Tuesday, December 21st edition of the program. Last daily show like this of the year, because then the Bucks are going to be on vacation. We got some things to get to today, and I have some overall thoughts on where we are this year in life, all that good stuff. You can tell I'm almost on vacation because I'm starting to feel a little, woo, starting to let it fly a little bit. We'll get into the latest on the COVID surge ripping through the country. Omicron now, most of the cases, a huge majority of the cases, and get into what that actually means. Build Back Better is dead in the water. Is Russia going to invade Ukraine? we got a lot of things to discuss today. And then how much I appreciate all of you and uh, what the show has meant to me this past year. So a lot, a lot to cover in about 15 minutes because we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it uh, quick today. I've gotten to know Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow and his team over the past year. It has been a game changer when it comes to my sleep. They fit me for my very own my pillow. They hooked me up with all different kinds of my pillow gear, the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, my towels, my slippers, all of it. And it's amazing. So comfortable, so luxurious feeling, but also very durable, easy to clean. And you're just, the, the value is just incredible. Listeners like you have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. Mike Lindell wants to give back to all of you. You can get great discounts on MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now, clicking on the Radio Listener Special Square. There you're going to see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. So the people who have been telling you all along that they know how to stop COVID, you'll notice they don't even say flatten the curve anymore, right? And and they, they don't really make any specific promises about what's going to happen, what it's all going to do, because they know that if they say things that they can be held to account for, that doesn't go well for them. So instead, it's just more of what they've done in the past. They, they just want to do more of the same thing. So you sit here, you say to yourself, okay, how is this supposed to work? Well, they don't make the case even that it will. They just are in charge. You shut up and you do what they tell you. That's essentially where we are. My favorite one, though, my favorite one is uh, Dr. Lena Wen today. Uh, she's over at CNN, former director of Planned Parenthood, so her soul is is troubled. Uh, but here she is saying uh, that cloth masks are basically a joke, and I, I just I want you to hear it from a CNN MD expert on TV because I've been saying this for two years, and I get fact checked. Oh, that's not what the the scientists say. And I'm like, well, we've tried this. We've seen the data. It doesn't work, folks. They, they can, I don't care what the scientists say. It doesn't work. We all know it. Here she is, a lib, a card-carrying lib, so to speak. Play it. I do not think that Mayor de Blasio should be canceling the New York City event because it requires proof of vaccination and it's outdoors. We should be keeping the events that are safe and also the events that have fun for people, too. We can't be canceling everything, especially if we're going to be living with COVID for the foreseeable future. I would say that if you choose to go, make sure that you're vaccinated and boosted. Make sure that you're wearing a, um, a mask, even though it's outdoors. If there are lots of people packed around you wearing a three-ply surgical mask, don't wear a cloth mask. Cloth masks are little more than facial decorations there's no place for them in light of omicron 
No place for them in light of Omicron. Was there a place for them before? She says a little more than facial decorations. So you know how you've been wearing the, you know, Hillary, Biden, Kamala, uh, kerchief around your face on the plane if you're a lib? I mean, obviously, none of you are doing that, but does nothing. Does nothing. Okay? It's preposterous. She's admitting it because now she wants even more extreme restrictions. That's the only time they will admit the previous restrictions did not work is when it comes to the uh, acceleration of restrictions. Essentially, the way they make the case for they have to take away more freedom from you is the freedom they've already taken away was insufficient. So then they'll admit that it it didn't work. But it's never it didn't work. We should stop doing that. It, It didn't work. We should do more of it. We should do more of it. You know, it's like they keep eating a whole chocolate cake every day. And they're getting fatter and fatter over time. And instead of saying, maybe we should stop eating a chocolate cake every day, they go, no, we have to eat two chocolate cakes a day. Then we'll lose weight. I don't, I don't think that's going to work. But this is where they are. And if you're wondering how scary they are willing to be, here is Zeke Emanuel, the brother of former White House chief of staff under Obama, uh, Emanuel. I can't remember the guy's name. What was the guy? Rom, Rom, right? Rom, yeah, Rom Emanuel. Here he is. I always want to say the other one, but that's the guy that runs uh, the big talent agency, Ari Emanuel, the one that, yeah, it's a different Emanuel. Uh, yeah, Rahm Emanuel's brother. Here he is on CNN sounding like a, honestly, like a true psychopath. Well, there are four things that we can do to really fight this virus. Number one are vaccinations. We have to get more of them. I do think we're going to need more mandates. We've tried everything else. We're going to need mandates, and that's you know, we're not going to get past the 61, 2 percent just by asking people. So we are definitely going to need to have more mandates. Then we have testing. We have to flood the zone with tests. And then you have masking. We have to upgrade from sort of flimsy cotton masks to really serious N95, KN95 masks. Wear them indoors. Wear them outdoors if you're going to a crowded situation. And then we have ventilation. Okay, can I just pull apart some of the madness here for a second? First of all, testing will not make a difference in the trajectory of this virus. We've, we've been through this. We've, done, we've heard this before. Remember, test and trace was how they're going to control the virus. This spreads so rapidly and is already evading vaccination immunity so efficiently that the idea you're going to catch this, and they're telling us a lot of people are asymptomatic. There's no way. There's no way you're going to stop this. If you are sick, you stay away from people. But that's not new. That has always been the way we treat all respiratory. You know, if you have a really bad flu or you look, oh, come give me a hug. I'm going to go, you know, give Ann Ethel a big, Ann Ethel a big uh, kiss on the cheek on Christmas. No. But all this other stuff we're going to test. They're sending, you know, 500 million tests to people's homes. The federal government's going to pay for it. Crap. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to change a damn thing about the overall trajectory of the virus. Oh, maybe some people here and there will. Yeah, they'll catch it at some point. Have they already infected people? What do they really think is going on here? It's like no one's observing the reality around them. Test and trace in New York City, June of 2020 was a massive failure, a massive failure, a joke. So now they're going to do the test at home strategy. That's going to stop it. It's absolutely absurd. They have failed, folks. 
Just say it out loud to me. They failed their plans, their strategies. They trampled on your rights and failed to give you the protection they promised for the trampling of your rights. That is what is happening. That is what has happened. KN95 mask. Oh, that's brilliant. You know, the, the problem with that is Germany already did that. Look at Germany's caseload. Oh, the KN95, KN95 masks are going to save us. Three-ply surgical masks, that'll do it. Now, I know what they'll say. Oh, but if it, it might reduce it a little bit. Show me those reductions. Show me one graph of cases and one time they've instituted one of these dumbass mandates. And I'm not even saying it goes to zero or it plummets, you know, in, in, in a week. Show me within a 30-day period a substantial reduction of COVID cases in a major population center in the Western world after any of these mandates went into effect, I'll be waiting. Because I can show you the opposite all day, all day. Oh, mask mandate here, didn't do a damn thing. Mask mandate there, didn't do a damn thing. Vaccine mandates. Someone explain to me how vaccine mandates are going to get us out of this mess when we all know that you can get sick and spread it to people, even if you're not just fully vaccinated, triple vaccinated, vaccinated and boosted, you can still get sick and still give it to other people. This is just dawning on everyone. Now, hold on a second. Wait, but I thought I was a good person. If I got the vaccine, I'm protecting everybody. I'm a protector. I'm not a bad person like the un- too bad. Yes. Is it good for keeping you out of the hospital? keeping you from dying if you're an at-risk population? Yeah. Is it foolproof? Absolutely not. And do most people who get COVID, even in the 65 and up age group, survive? Yes, most of them do. vast majority of them do. This is what we actually know. But they're just scrambling now. The apparatus is scrambling for some explanation as to how they're not a bunch of morons that have been wrong all the time. And if we're talking about people who are wrong all the time, you can't do any better than uh, Dr. Fauci. I I think clearly the most... The most destructive public health bureaucrat in the history of, you know, the modern world, maybe certainly in America, the last hundred years or so. I mean, this guy is an abject nightmare. And I, I, he is giving interviews now where he makes it clear he's he's until COVID is gone. He's staying in his position. He's right. He thinks this is a war and he's the general we need and he's riding it through. This guy is a maniac, a maniac. He has destroyed public confidence for people capable of thinking for themselves, capable of rational, reasonable thought, reasonable thought. He has destroyed their confidence in anything that he says. They are right to distrust him, but he wants to stay in the role, of course, because he is the absolute worst. Um, I, I think that's it's a simple way of putting it, but it's true. And you know, now they're even telling us they're never going to eradicate COVID entirely. So what's the point here? What's the point of all the mandates? Yeah, therapeutics, treatment, hospital capacity, all that's good. Why aren't we just going back to normal life? We do the best we can. We treat this. We get therapeutics. We get monoclonal antibodies to people. Everyone has had more than enough chance to get vaccinated. Anyone who has decided not to get vaccinated has made a choice. And yes, they can get it and spread it. So can the vaccinated. That is a fact. And they say, oh, but it's less likely. They don't know how much or what what the... They don't know that. In fact... The real data we have on this is that infected, vaccinated people have the same viral load as unvaccinated, infected people. That is the most recent data we have. Fauci even said it. 
why don't they do another fact check? Oh, we're going to fact check you. We're going to shut you down. These people are all morons, cowards. Can you imagine being somebody who thinks they're a journalist? My job is to speak truth to power. And you work at the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, one of these you know, flagships of left-wing bullcrap uh, that are supposed to be doing the news. Can, can you imagine you get to this point and you still are unwilling to ask a real question or, or pose the truth to those who are making these decisions? To hold them to account for their unbelievable, I mean, their just piss-poor decision-making. Eh, so many people should be so embarrassed about this. And you know, the people that are dying of drug overdoses from the sheer misery, there are kids that are years behind in school now in, in terms of their development. Uh, there are children who are gonna have anxiety disorders. There are people who have lost their businesses, lost their livelihoods, been fired from their jobs, all this stuff because of bad policy, not because of the virus, because of bad response to the virus. That's because of people like Fauci, the vile tyrant who's now saying, we're never going to really eradicate the virus. Yeah, what a shock. Here he is saying just that. If you look at the different phases of an outbreak, from the bottom up, we're never going to eradicate this. We've only eradicated one virus, and that's smallpox. Elimination may be too aspirational. Oh, it's too aspirational. So the virus will be here forever. The vaccines wear off when it comes to spread protection and are good but highly imperfect when it comes even to hospitalization and death protection. So this is like a it's like a bad flu situation that's going to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. So we're going to wear masks on planes forever? It doesn't do a damn thing. They were wrong, folks. They were wrong the whole way. And it's going to get ugly here because they're desperate. Because what do you think? They want to admit that they're a bunch of morons? No, I don't think so. No, they'd rather go around acting like they're heroes for firing nurses and doctors. You know, they're, they're getting ready to have a National Guard deployed medical personnel to uh, hospitals in Boston because of the staffing shortages. They fired Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of doctors and nurses from the Massachusetts hospital system. Well, that was brilliant because they wouldn't get the shot. Did, natural immunity, they don't care, don't want to hear about it. And not only that, now we find out, well, you can still get infected and give it to people. I'm so glad they fired all those doctors and nurses, right? Like the vile idiots that they are, the cowards that they are. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap, an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations that customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck. Right now, schedule your free HR audit, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bam to the B-E-E, Bambi dot com slash buck. Now we have the Build Back Better agenda. 
James Carville still out. I don't know if James Carville was still in the game, but occasionally pops up here or there. Here he is telling everybody Build Back Better is uh, dead for now, but going to come back like a zombie bill. Build Back Better is dead, but Build Back Differently is going to be very alive after the first year. I mean, it's something they're going to get back. It will add substantial agreement on things. It's everybody needs a little cooling off period. Look, it's 50. A second grade, grade math teacher needs to go to Washington and explain the number 50 to people. And, you know, we didn't do that well in these congressional and Senate elections, so we're where we are. I think the president and Senator Manchin are going to be able to work this out. But for right now, we're just going to put it on hold for a couple of weeks. But I have, I have no doubt this thing is going to come back. I think he's right. It is going to come back. I think they will eventually pass something. We'll see what it is. But in the meantime, I just want to take a moment. You know how I've been saying how they're wrong about their COVID policies and everything? We were right about what a clown Biden is and what a joke this administration was going to be. An unfunny one, but uh, how incompetent, how absurd the people in charge actually are. And that it was reckless and irresponsible for these individuals uh, in the Democrat apparatus to push forward this clearly declining and always at his best sub-mediocre man, Joe Biden, to lead the country for what purpose exactly? Well, any, anything but Trump. They had to fool two or three percent of the American people. It was actually substantially less than that. But let's say one per, they had to fool one percent of voters into thinking Joe Biden was a moderate, a reasonable and a good guy. And that was the that was the whole game. Because the Democrats were all so hateful toward Trump that it, his record, none of that mattered to them. So it was just how do they convince one percent of the electorate? And as I've said, it's smaller than that. I know the numbers, but we'll say it's within one percent to go for Biden over uh, over Trump in those key swing states. And I, I know the election, they changed the rules and they did all kinds of things that were meant to change the system itself to benefit them and stuff happened that was not lawful. And you know, I get all that, too. But I'm just saying they sold us on Joe Biden as a reasonable, moderate kind of guy. And Joe Biden is a an abject clown. And so take this. I want you to have a great holiday. I want you to really think about, uh, you know, family and what's important to you and try to give your your brain a break from politics um, and uh, give yourself some time to just chill over the holiday if you can. Uh, but we are right. So just remember that, too. Like when you're when you're drinking your eggnog, you're sitting there. If you're out on the out in the backyard or on the porch, it might be a little cold where you are. But, you know, you get a little fresh air or you're sitting by the fire with the, the husband or the wife and the kids. Just remember, you listen to the show. We are right. They're wrong. Doesn't matter how many people in the media are on their side. Doesn't matter. You know, they've been wrong. We're right. So I, I think there's comfort in that. I, I believe you should take substantial comfort in that. Um, I have some closing thoughts for you here in a second. But also, I, I just have one more time to remind you about. Our friends at Tunnel to Towers. 20 years ago at this time, this nation was still reeling from the worst terror attack to ever take place on American soil. We lost 2,977 people on September 11, 2001. Now, in the face of horror, brave Americans responded. Many even stepped forward to enlist in our armed forces. Since then, more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers made the ultimate sacrifice. Those heroes... We're part of the war on terror, America's response to 9-11. They fought for us but never came home. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation honored those men and women who gave everything by reading their names aloud for the first time ever on Veterans Day this year in a new annual ceremony. Tunnel to Towers is making sure their sacrifice is never forgotten. The Foundation's season of hope runs from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. At least one mortgage-free home a day is being given away for 37 days to honor America's greatest heroes. 
Do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. So thank you all so much. Um, I'm honored that I was able to continue this podcast even after beginning the Clay and Buck show. And that podcast has developed a huge audience. Um, but you guys, we, we were up substantially year over year on this show separately. Uh, we have just been growing and growing. And that's because you spread the word. I don't, I don't have any marketing dollars for this. I don't have any you know, help out there pushing it. It's just really word of mouth. People who listen, subscribe, tell people about it. Uh, so I'm going to be 40 by the time you hear from me in the new year, which will be interesting. We'll have some reflection on that. Um, and I, uh, really thank you all so much for giving me your time. It's an honor. It's fun to do this show every day before I do the radio show. Uh, I am planning to drop a Siege of Malta part two podcast tomorrow in this feed. So I know, I know it's history nerd time, big time. It's going to be pretty cool folks. Give you something to listen to while you're, you know, making the, uh, baked honeyed ham or the pot roast or whatever, you know, filet mignon, whatever it is you do on Christmas, ordering Chinese food, you know, whatever you got. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be a fun thing. So, so do look for that tomorrow in the afternoon and I uh, hope you can catch up on some episodes if you missed any of them. And this is where I, I'm obviously not stopping very much here because I want to keep going, keep talking to all of you because I'm going to miss you over my break. But team, thanks for being here. Have a great Christmas, a happy new year and uh, look for that. Malta podcast this week, and I'll talk to you in the new year.